0: In three, two, we are live, episode nine, no one told me, hockey podcast, Jack, what is going on? Let's go, dude. I'm feeling a little rusty here. I feel like we haven't done a
1: podcast in three months. I haven't it's seen your bit. face in a long time. How are you doing it's, today?
0: Give me the rundown. A, it's been a bit. I'm coming off a big weekend. That's actually the reason why we didn't record a podcast. Yeah, I'm coming off a, a big weekend traveling back from the University of North Dakota.
1: That's a probably a long travel day too coming from there.
0: Oh yeah, I left I, I think the way there was a bit longer. I was the first flight of the day out of Ooh. Boston Airport. yeah it's a 530 departure, so we were boarding at like 445
1: Did you have to wait for like TSA
0: to open up the gates? Oh, they had one they had they had one like person working the like yeah. identification thing prior to the security and with this line, line yeah. oh it was huge at 4 40 in the morning it was huge
1: that's ridiculous you figured you'd start off strong in the morning maybe two three get the line buzzing so when no it they had later a, in the day
0: it was like the f team working like not the a team <laughs> yeah. literally the f team yeah they're not even people. checking they're not even checking boarding passes anymore it's like here's a here's your id boom you're in like yeah, yeah. I mean, especially maybe with that
1: thing, group you know? maybe with uh, eh, i don't mind a little stricter check I'm all for. I'm all all for for. take, especially like some of these places aren't requiring the shoe take off, like no jewelry, belts, and you at least in Salt Lake. And I'm like, you know what? I want to take my shoes off. I want everyone in here to take their shoes off. Take your belt off. And
0: I I don't mind. When we were flying from Fargo back, the Fargo airport's like literally the size of like yeah one ice rink. Like it's that small. One like just one thing. They were like, yeah. They're like, leave your stuff in your bags. Leave your clothes on. Just walk right through. I was like, well, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's. let's, I want to make it through safe.
1: Right. Leave your rifle in the bag. Don't worry about it. Exactly. Especially up there. There's there's definitely some guys there who just forget their pocket knife in their in their pocket up there.
0: It was an interesting crowd. It wasn't a very interesting crowd. Not only at the game, but at the airport restaurants, but. I loved it. I, it was a great yeah. trip.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've been, my girlfriend, obviously, she's from North Dakota. So I go up there quite often now and that I, I do like the culture up there and stuff. It's it's pretty cool. It's definitely different than where we're from for sure, but awesome that, people
0: and uh, really nice, I find. I think that what was nice about it, right, is a degree of simplicity where it's like, yeah. all I got to do, I go to work. Like, I, like there was some farming going on, a lot of land. Mm-hmm. Like there was not a lot of, tor- like, I mean, I'm from, Lake Worth, Florida. It's like kind of north of Fort Lauderdale. It's like yep. you're, you're buzzing everywhere you look. There's people, like there's buildings, like very flat, simple. It was it was appealing. I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, whenever whenever Madison's uh, flying into where she's from, I go, "Oh, who's picking you up?" She goes, "Oh, I don't know. I'll just text someone when I land." I'm like, "What?" Like yeah. in Chicago, you got like five days out in advance. Someone has to know who's picking you up. What time you got to leave two hours early so you don't get caught in traffic. She's like, yeah, I'll just figure it out when I land. I'm like, wow. Totally.
0: Man, different speaking world. of speaking of pickups, I Ubered to the airport from a parking garage in Boston because like the parking at the airport was so expensive. Yeah. You can't just go outside the baggage and order an Uber. You have to go to like the designated Uber area. Yeah. They, I, you gotta, you, it took me longer to find the designated Uber area than it was the flight. It's like a treasure map, like trying it's, to follow the signs, dude. Because they, they refer to it like, why not just call it Uber area? They call it ride app area. I'm, like, oh. I'm like, I'm not using the ride app. I'm using Uber. They're, they're, they were referring to ride apps.
1: Yeah, right. Every, every airport, too, has different names for those pickup places. So it's awfully confusing on where to go. Yeah,
0: I agree. Those things are a battle to find. Yeah. Shout out to my Uber driver, though, because I ordered it when I got off the plane. He waited for me like 20 minutes. Oh,
1: really? Because I used
0: to I used to drive for
1: Lyft. And Uh so whenever if someone so once you get there and you hit I'm here, you get like a five minute timer for them to come out. And then you have to call them once once you make contact with them and you hang up then you can leave technically if they're not there okay. and you get paid for it. you. it used to be five bucks. Now it's down to three. So if someone wouldn't come out and like, I'd call them and they'd be like, Oh, I'm whatever. Five minutes away. I would just say, didn't show and take the five bucks. Cause I'm not going to, I'm wasting I money. Used to, well, I'm
0: wasting time. I, I texted him right away. You know, how you could like to message them. Yeah, I messaged him right away. I was like, landed, ordered, like, I, I'm trying to find you. And he was yeah. very good. He was trying to back and forth so shout out okay.
1: to you. yeah seriously Some most most uber drivers are not like that they're gonna take the money and skedaddle on you yeah
0: no so, for sure
1: okay so give me give me the let's just get into it then give me the rundown on the north dakota trips hotel give, give them the reason on why you're there and stuff and give us the rundown i'm excited to hear about this i haven't talked to you yet yeah,
0: no, it was great. It was great. So the reason I went out there, my roommate from school, uh, Ryan Sadorsky is his name. He played with me at Union for four years, and he did his fifth year at the University of North Dakota. He's one of my closest friends. We've uh, been through a lot together. I mean, he was there for my surgery. He was there for everything. Um, so it was their senior night. I'd never been out there, and I was like, why not? Like, got a little bit of time in my schedule. Um, so I made the trip. Uh, got to see him play two games. They played the University of Nebraska-Omaha uh for two yeah. very good games yeah the first one they won in overtime the second one in regulation so this actually puts them against them in the playoffs this oh. upcoming weekend Where, where's so, the where's the playoff game at at UNO so in oh. Nebraska okay yeah so but they didn't get home no no they didn't get home but it, I mean they knew that going into the weekend but it was a matter oh. of who they were going to be playing but it was incredible I mean the tour he gave me a tour of the facility did he did he oh my god was it was it insane like I'm not exaggerating and, and you could look online, right? People could Google YouTube yeah. and they have a series called through these doors where it's basically like a weekly mm-hmm. episode that they put together. That's not going to do it justice. Like just being in there. I mean, uh, amazing top notch. Like no wonder they're the best college place to play in the whole country. What Spain.
1: was, the, so in the, in the North Dakota, like facilities, what was the coolest thing that you saw during like when he was showing you around that you're like wow that's a nice so, touch
0: <laughs> I think there's two I think there's two things first thing in their gym which is just for hockey players
1: they is have it a in high the rink? is it in the room it is yes okay.
0: it's in it's in the office. Yeah. okay they're not it's going the too rink. far yeah no <laughs> it they have a high altitude training room so for yeah. when they play Denver and when they play Colorado College they so have four, a room four,
1: four games out of the year they yeah a special they, room. <laughs>
0: They have a room that they can shut the doors to, and it like limits the oxygen, so they have a high altitude room for that wow. tra- training week. It's amazing! Really? Wow, it was amazing. And then That's the second cool. thing, and this is probably the coolest of them, uh, and you can find this all online. Like, this isn't any secret information, but I thought it was great. Is they have like a recovery room, which is basically like a couple like tanning beds, some nap pods, some water beds. They have tanning and th- beds. Yeah, it's like cassette, kind of light, and then they have like the crypto, ther- like the chirotherapy, like the freeze room. Yeah, uh, it was amazing. I mean, all around, just incredible. Do they still have
1: the 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 tubs with the treadmills in them? I think they. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, okay. yeah. That's okay. like that was like nothing. Compared okay. <laughs> to, like that wasn't even impressive. <laughs> I remember when I went there and uh, toured around there. I saw the tubs with the treadmills. I'm like, this was way back in the day. too. I'm like, that's pretty cool.
0: I don't think you know too what many
1: you know- said had that.
0: You know what this is interesting, though, is like, so my buddy's obviously walking me around, right? There's a youth tournament going on at the Ralph that weekend. Yeah. And they were giving youth tours, right? And I'm watching them give this tour, right? There's a huge group of kids. Every single kid is walking around with their phone in I their f- face yeah. like this. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're not even.
0: Like, put the phone away. Just enjoy what you're looking at. Like, this guy is telling you about the history of the room. Like, he's mm-hmm. just looking at a bunch of guys on their phones putting it on snapchat it's like put the snapchat away just yeah enjoy what you're looking at like you're never going to be in there again it would be well, hopefully maybe one or two of them okay maybe have... one or two sorry dude. so <laughs> no but,
1: no but i mean you're absolutely right it'd, it'd be a cool rule honestly like once you if you're on those tours and stuff like no no cameras or no phones out like especially yeah. because like privacy like if guys are walking around like guys yeah. on the team and stuff too like you you kind of want to give them privacy as well. So that'd be cool, though, if they did like a no phone policy, one for that, but then also for these kids like actually soaking in. Because I remember when I went there, my brother's playing in a showcase up there. And so I went on a tour with like him and his team and the parents. And I was walking around there and TJ Oshi was in there because it was like during the summer and he was training and it was really cool. He was like sitting at like some desk, like I don't know what he was doing, but it was really cool to see him just in person, just there, just randomly there.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Really I mean, I, I think like the, one of the coolest moments of the whole weekend was like after the second game, which was their last game at the Ralph, like me and my buddy just kind of like sat up top and just kind of like took it all in. We were like, man, like, oh, really? I said, I was like, man, like, I'm so like proud of you. And like, he was like, no, nah, like, I mean, we, without you, like, oh, it was great. It was.
1: Great. Oh, that is super cool. Yeah. That, we kind of yeah. just
0: got some time to just like take it in, which was like so fun.
1: I'm sure that's su- yeah, super nice for him too to just take a step back and like, especially with like a close friend and
0: uh, it was great. It was a great weekend. Oh, I mean, in the, and the so hockey cool. was the hockey was great to watch. I mean, so many skilled players. The crowd yeah. was great. It was so cool.
1: Yeah. So was the, was it packed for both games?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Probably like 10 to 12,000 both nights. Uh, funny story. I guess I went to the, I went to the grocery store one of the days and one of the workers was wearing a Sioux Jersey, like their, their Jersey. Now, where I played at Union, right? If somebody's wearing a Union jersey in the grocery store, you're going to comment on it. You're going to say, like, oh, nice jersey. Oh, for it's sure. Great. Right. Yeah. So me, like, unknowingly was like, oh, like, great jersey. And they, like, looked at me like I was crazy. Like, why would you even, co- like, everybody wears their jersey on? Like, it's just <laughs> yeah. like normal life around there. Like, you support the team. Like, it, so they like- knew I was like an outsider.
1: It's like Texas. It's like Texas high school football, where they got the yes. picket, where they got the signs up in the front yard. Everyone's everyone's ready for the weekend, dude. You're it's exactly. You're it. it's an exactly. outsider, buddy. Oh, yeah, that's it's exactly. It. I wonder if did, you were by yourself when you went to the grocery store. Yeah, I wonder if you would have went in with right. His name's Ryan, right? Yeah, I wonder if you would have went in with him if they would have. been able yeah, to I, pick they, him out.
0: We went. We went to a couple places. Like we went to a breakfast place, and it was packed, like mm-hmm. packed. And we were like, oh boy, like, there's a big line. And like, they saw like his jacket, and they like seated us right away.
1: And, no like, way, actually. Yeah.
0: Now, now I said to him after, I was like, was that because of the jacket? He was like, I don't know, like maybe, but like also, was, we were only a party of three. But Ooh, I, don't party know, I thought of that was pushing it. There's he, definitely some yeah. parties
1: of four sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there was that,
0: and like, <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, that's fine to share. And I think that yeah. there, we were in an Uber once, and they kind of knew who the guys were in the Uber that we were with. And like, oh, okay, uh, yeah. And when we went, like, we went to some restaurants, like, same type of thing. Like, I mean, they, it, these guys are, like, celebrities there. It's cool. Yeah. So, they,
1: is it, like, actually, like, because it's, like, a fairly small town. So, is it like, pretty much everyone
0: knows um, who they
1: are? It's not like they're, To like, an extent. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. To an extent. I mean, I, like, look, like, I'm not, there. it's not like they're walking around. People are, like, asking for autographs. But, like, yeah. post-game people are. And, like, during the game, like, it's interesting. I sat in the parent section like obviously like that's where they left the tickets yeah it's like i have a lot of respect for hockey parents because it it, now i'm looking at it and that is stressful oh right like you're watching your kid like i'm watching my friend Mm -hmm. and if they mess up this whole place is booing like they're like what are we doing you gotta shoot you gotta do this and You gotta make a save and it's like I'm sitting next to the parents of well, these all kids all their like, parents are
1: there probably right because it's like yeah. the whole last weekend of the senior yeah senior night or whatever if they have it and so yeah.
0: it's probably a bunch
1: of parents there too yeah, yeah they're booing yeah. your kid and the guy yeah next we're is like booing whoa whoa, whoa
0: like relax buddy like yeah. we're gonna be fine here so
1: right oh i would if i was a parent like that especially at that magnitude of like school and oh, level it's hockey incredible. it's like that you don't know where, the, like, one game could change his career or something, potentially. Yeah, and Oh, it was awesome. Whew. It was a great trip. It was a great That's trip. super cool. Do you think, so I was I was just thinking of this when we were going through because North Dakota, obviously, is, like, an insane hockey school. Do you think they have nicer setup than some NHL teams? Like, yes, 100%. Because, like, you know, Alabama football, like, some of those kids go from Alabama to the Jets, New York Jets, and they're like, what is this? Yep. Like, it's like a step down almost in terms of 100%. facilities.
0: 100%. Hundred percent. I mean that gym, that gym. I believe it was a seven million dollar renovation just for the gym. Wow, I, that is just incredible. The locker rooms are incredible. Three meals a day. The chef, like the chef, is incredible. Like it, it was top. I mean, you it, it is a step down for a lot of teams. I believe
1: that's so crazy. I mean, it makes sense though. Like for a place like that, like the amount of funding they get and stuff compared to like an NHL team. Obviously, they have owners with a lot of money, but they're only going willing to put in so much
0: yeah wow it's amazing that it's is amazing awesome
1: that you got to go there
0: yeah i do want to say like before we move on from that like while we are like glorifying the north dakota hockey a lot right these kids are working extremely hard like this oh, is man. not an easy life for them like it's high pressure right like they know when they're doing bad like mm-hmm. the, the the media lets them know when they're doing bad so like, a lot of credit to these guys too like they've worked hard to get there so yeah, oh. like they live the life of Kings, but at the same time, like they're working extremely hard to get there. So shout out to them for that.
1: Yeah, 100% well said. I totally agree with that. Okay, so let's get into. So I believe you had a men's league game tonight.
0: I Is am that? coming from a men's league. We tied
1: up the championship oh, we go, series. Hey, how about we go from North Dakota to men's league? To men's league. <laughs>
0: hey, you know what? And guess what? Those, men, those North Dakota guys, <laughs> 10 years. Some of them are going to be in the NHL. Yep. Some of them will be playing men's league as well. Yeah, so you
1: got that right. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. okay. Anyway,
0: yeah, anyway, we won, we tied it up. Series is tied one to oh, one last yeah. week. I don't think we, I don't think we talked. Did I talk about blocking a shot last week? Yeah, I ate yeah, one we off did. the ankle yeah, and I yeah, was checked we- out. But yeah, <laughs> so tonight, tonight, there was no blocks. I'm a little chippy toward the end, did it? But we got a game three championship coming up. Ooh. Did you play over
1: the weekend? Did you have a game? Yeah, so we had we we are in playoffs too, and it's like a two game elimination bracket. So we're right now we're in the winners bracket. We haven't lost yet, so we have two wins. But this this last game was against the number one seed in the in the country, no, just (laughs) the country, (laughs) number one seed in the uh, in the tournament. And we're we're really we're probably the best team on paper, but like half our guys just never show up. So once we get people there, it's like we're buzzing. And this game was getting so chippy. Like the other team was bitching the entire time about every little thing. And we were just, uh, we were having fun on our bench. And yeah, we ended up winning 5-3, got the first goal. I actually, okay. so I gotta, I gotta give a shout out here though. So I think I told you that, that no name hockey sent me a stick. Yes. And so for anyone who's not familiar with it, no name hockey, they have, they're like, no, okay, oh they're going to no name sticks. Like they don't have really a brand associated with them besides no name. And they're $150 stick. And I used it for the first time. And I will say for like $150 stick, it is, it's not comparable to like the top, top end sticks, but I would say it's like comparable to like a team stick. Um, if you've ever used like a team issued like team stick, it's similar to that. So it's a little bit heavier, um, but overall for like $150, like I would, easily use that all day especially for like younger kid or like where i'm at now like i've been using those sticks pretty much in college and everything so i i loved it and i got the first goal of the game with it first first setting uh, the tone yeah i set the tone early drove the net hard
0: so if you wanted one of those sticks what would you do you'd search online no name hockey
1: yeah yeah so it's no name hockey and yeah i think they're 150 dollars and i for especially how crazy sticks are these days like for a young kid or like someone like us right now I think it's like a perfect stick I don't know if I would use it you know not the wand it's
0: the wizard it's not the one yeah you're you're right because I I ripped a goal with it and
1: I've only scored like one all year so (laughs) (laughs) no but we got the win but like it's so interesting it's so funny like how these guys like they want to be buddy buddy and then as soon as like it gets a little intense these guys like lose their cool
0: oh yeah Uh, that is so true
1: It's like they can't laugh off anything. It's
0: so ridiculous. No, they're not laughing. Tonight, like I was messing around with some guys on the other team, like by the bench, like kind of just talking. And the next shift, I'm eating a cross check. I was like, okay, like this is a lot to handle. And I'm not looking for that.
1: I know. And I'm not doing any of that. Like I'm going to go hard, but like at the same time, I'm going to like play within the the limits. Some of these guys are like, yelling like crazy cross-checking me i got cross-checked five times in front of the net one time i was on the power play being net front
0: that's a five lot five cross checks i was like Dude. <laughs> you're not looking for that come you're not looking on for
1: that. by three different people too it wasn't the same guy every time but we got the win and we're on to the next let's go
0: let's go that's why i, I love it i love it so we're both on to our next playoff game on this next tuesday i'll keep the no-name crew Involved as I talked to some other guys about some sticks, and I'll keep it no one told me hockey podcast involved. See if we win.
1: Let's go. So, all right. So, I want to get into this real quick. So, like I said before, I think my goal I set when we did like the New Year's podcast was to do a triathlon. I think I said that. Yeah. It and definitely so, did. I have officially started my training on Monday this past Monday go. for the tri- triathlon. It was so I'll give you the rundown. So, the first day, Monday, Yesterday was a 30 to 40 minute swim. It was like a easier swim to work on form, but it was still 30. I did 37 minutes straight of swimming just
0: back and forth.
1: Yeah. 25 meter pool. So it's not incredibly long, but yes, back and forth for be you. you got to be gassed. So my, my like respiratory wasn't, is that what you would call it? Your respiratory system? Yeah, respiratory wasn't, system. Lungs. Was, lungs. My lungs weren't bad. It was more of like my back or. Yeah, my lower back and my legs and then my feet were cramping because I think I, I think I clench them a little bit.
0: Are you when... drinking water? You got to be hydrating. No, I'm not drinking water. Yeah, you like, you got to like, somehow get like, some sort of like sucker. Or something.
1: Well, what about in the triathlon? Am I going to drink water in the middle of a lake? Maybe maybe
0: got like a water bag or backpack or something. <laughs>
1: no, dude. I was just trying to keep the water out of my mouth. A couple of times enough. I was like, I got it like when I was doing the breathe. I kept getting a little in my mouth.
0: How are the ears? How are the ears today? I wear earplugs. Oh. I bought
1: I bought like swimming earplugs. That doesn't throw you off? Like vertigo? No, that's way better. So no water gets inside. It's way nicer. Because whenever I do that, if I'm swimming without earplugs and you do that head tilt and there's just like floods water in there and then you can't get it out. That's Did what you have causes a cap? vertigo. Did you have a cap? No, I don't have a cap yet. I'm going to get one. What about, a,
0: what about a, like a torpedo suit?
1: Nope. I just wore my underwear in there. How do you feel about that? They were clean though. It's they a public were... pool. Yeah. It's a public pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's not okay, but it's not like I was wearing a pair of like family guy boxers. Yeah, you're wearing <laughs> like was, like under armor. It, it was like a Lulu Lulu tight boxer brief that went down to like mid mid thigh. A little bit So you're trying to, to
0: be thigh. as aerodynamic as possible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I got we a nose plug too. I got a I got a nose plug also. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you're getting and so people are watching you. There maybe somebody's on the tread, like just trying to walk it out, and they're watching you with family okay. guy boxers on, nose plug, <laughs> ear plug, and goggles.
1: Full get up, dude. Well, cause I'm so my the triathlon is the swimming part is in a lake and you you want your nose plugged if you're swimming in a lake.
0: You're not worried about an alligator?
1: Not down not up here. I no. mean maybe. No. I'm
0: what not. about like a snake?
1: Yeah, I am a little concerned about. Yes, I am concerned about some animals being in there potentially, but there's going to be a lot of people swimming. So I'm really maybe
0: maybe maybe a shark thinks it's a pack of fish. Right. Right. Dang. (laughs) They see a bunch of things flopping around. Next thing you know, chomp done. (laughs) Soul surfer.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So then today was day two. Right. And today was my 30 to 40 minute run working on it was like an easier run but working on form and i'm not gonna lie i wanted to quit running like four different times like oh it running is a battle like my knees aren't built for it my ankles they're weak from the hockey skates and i get foot cramps so i wanted to quit a couple times but i ended up doing it i got three and a half miles in in three and a half
0: that's pretty good yeah in
1: 37 minutes
0: there's a i'm looking up right now there's a book I believe it's called out it's yeah i think this is it out of thin air running wisdom and magic from above the clouds of ethiopia it's all
1: oh, those guys basically are
0: yeah but what's interesting is like it's a i believe okay it, this could be a different book but if i remember correctly there's a guy who's like all about the new technology and shoes like the new nikes and like the new Asics have like these nice mm. big cushions and blah blah, blah 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 so he brings these shoes like to ethiopia and has these people run in them and they like don't like it right because man. like something with like the bounce so like i don't know i i always think of that when i'm running. so i think well, i'm
1: always because i always hear like running like without all that cushion and stuff is better for you as well i don't know if yeah. that's true but Could i be. like it i like it i got a pair of running shoes the last week um and i i like wearing them for running compared to i don't like the stomping my knees and
0: stuff just yeah kill. it's tough on the knees but tough on the knees so running, it's a one-on-one battle running I was
1: Oh, I was on like lap because I was running on a track so I was on like lap outdoor track and I was on like lap eight or nine and that's where I really started to struggle because I'm like I'm definitely halfway but I don't know how far I am because I had my timer on my phone and just in my pocket so I wasn't looking I just wanted to run until it went Mm -hmm. off and uh that was a tough one also I don't have a watch or anything so I have no I have no idea like heart rate Distance, nothing. It's all we just in my head. Watch. I know, dude. So if any, uh, I need, I got,
0: I got. I'm rocking the Apple Watch right now. Partly because of my heart stuff, partly because yeah. I enjoy the watch. But it's a game changer when you're working out. Kind of get to see a little bit more, and it's easy.
1: Well, I have a, I have an Apple Watch, but like a month ago, the touch screen just stopped working. So I, I, I can't unlock it, and like, so I can't even start the workout on it. I tried it, to start I, on my phone I couldn't do that either so I don't know what's going on but right now I'm just going purely off feel just you, <laughs> versus hell, you. yeah no you, te- versus you no technology involved. That's what, it's kinda it's nice it, it's kinda nice it is it's a mental game though for sure like
0: now are you I, are you listening to music
1: I okay so today I or podcast? To, i I listen to Joe Rogan today yeah. on the run'cause it music I like music and it kind of can pump me up but then it gets really stale yep. And my brain starts to go crazy. Where is it? If I'm listening to a podcast, I can think more about that topic and kind of focus on that more. What about you? All in the if breath. you were, yeah, it is.
0: What, what I do would, you? Uh, I know you go to uh, OT, so it's like, I was going to say, I, I don't know if I think I'm running by myself. I used to do music a lot. I did podcasts when I was doing a longer run just because it keeps your like mind on something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't really done a long run with like music or anything like that, but like recently, but I think back in the day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: I like the podcast. I like the podcast. So do you want to get into this? Uh, are you getting
0: into this flight talk? Uh, I'll save the flight talk for after the hockey. Let's get into something. Uh, okay. Should we talk hockey? Yeah, let's do it.
1: Okay. So this is the no one told me hockey podcast. So we do talk about hockey on here, even though we, we
0: could, we could potentially change the name to the no one told me Podcast hockey men's league um, funny story podcast triathlon triathlon training or get wider crew bigger target market yeah
1: eventually i think we'll expand to there um but so we so we do talk about hockey on this podcast and since (laughs) since fletcher since fletcher was just up at a college hockey game i feel like it's fitting to talk about college hockey a little bit here and i want to talk about programs and how like from top it will just focus on division one for right now because it's a little bit easier from top to bottom how much variation there are in like the setups and like the fan bases and like locations so I want to get into kind of what if you're a college hockey player for you like what are some things that you would if you could go back like what are some things that you would look for in a college college academically, everything like hockey wise, you know, that's a good question. I think about this
0: all the time. I think that looking at it now, right? Like some of the coolest amenities. And when I say cool, I don't mean like cool visually. I mean, cool. As in like, these could really help me throughout my four years are some sort of like personalized study room in the rink, like some sort of lounge that I can come and do my homework. That's not the library. I think that I use, hours at union a ton it was kind of like a table setup i think that if you have a nice area where it's like yours to come and do work that's huge i would say the second thing is some sort of recovery slash training room that belongs to the team Mm -hmm. like over your four years whether it's bad knees whether it's a bad rib whether it's a real injury (laughs) right having a private area for your team such as i'm not coming in and sitting next to football basketball swimming like of it's just hockey right these high-end schools penn state michigan north dakota right they have those where mm. it's just hockey i think that is huge yeah
1: i totally agree with that we had the one that was all combined and sometimes it's a pain to get any attention from the trainers or if you do it's like really rushed and they yeah. can't necessarily focus on you or like your sport and specifically not. and it's nothing against them they just have so many athletes that are coming in and out every day that it's tough for them to manage where they put their priorities towards
0: yeah i would say that the when it comes to right what when i'm looking at a school right what causes that i think it all comes down to funding right like uh, sadly right that's the world we live in right if you don't go to a school that has the funds right you're Mm. not going to get that and that's why these big like the big schools right the big 10 some of the nchc wcha right these programs have a lot of funding so ecac schools too right a lot of the d1 schools do but that funding yeah. varies right places like north dakota with uh, 100 million dollars 25 million dollars being put in consistently, yeah. versus schools like okay, i, I yeah, don't know i don't want to say think, other
1: schools but i think I like a good example of like atlantic hockey like their 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 programs usually just aren't as funded as you know other other teams for the most yeah, part I, in, for in the, the most th- part.
0: Yeah. On average, I would say on average, right. There are some yeah. that are very well funded, but
1: right. On right. average. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the funding in college too. And it's like, there's no way you can, there's no way in college that you can like even that out really. Cause there's no like regulation on it. it's all donation based. Like, whereas in like, uh, like pro sports, like there's a little bit more restrictions on not so much like the facilities and stuff, but like, their rosters and it just seems a little bit more even across because every all those owners too have money yeah whereas college college it's like there's just such a difference between like a small school and then like these mega schools
0: yeah we've talked about that before too i think on the earlier episodes we kind of talked about like funding making a good program like Mm -hmm. look at this across all levels like ushl teams right sioux falls does really well and yeah, They have a lot of funding, right? The Fairbanks Ice Dogs does really well. They do have a lot of funding, right? U 16 yeah. programs that are charging a lot, like they're likely doing pretty good. Same with prep school. Like it's across the board.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think if I'm, so if I could go back right now, and I think I did a good job on this one in terms of picking a school is, I think my biggest thing, so my two biggest things are making sure that the school that I want to go to has a program that I'm interested in not just going to a school because of the hockey only um, because there are, I know plenty of kids who are I'm friends with who play other sports as well. They went to division one schools and they got like a, nothing wrong with it, like a communications degree and they spent money at the school and they have debt at the school or they owe money and they have this communications degree. And now they come out and they don't know what to do. Um, so that I think I was really happy that I chose a school that I knew had a major that I was super interested in pursuing. And I think that made it a lot easier to make my decision, having that confidence in that part of it. Um, and then the other thing that I think these are both outside of hockey um, is the location of the school. For me, like I, I knew that I didn't if if I was going to go play D3 college, I didn't want to necessarily be in the middle of nowhere. I kind of wanted to be a little bit more busy and so Milwaukee was a great option for me because our school was in the heart of the city like so much going around like so many things happening every day and that really worked for me so I think the two biggest things for me is like location and making sure that they have programs that you like outside of hockey.
0: Yeah academically that's a great some great points there I Like you have to realize like you're going to play college hockey, right? You're going to be a student athlete, right? Not an athlete student. I think I've said that before on here is right. Academically, you need to have a fit in terms of, right? What do I like? Do I like big classes? Do I like small classes? Do I like teachers knowing my name? Do I order am I someone who just wants to be a number, right? Which isn't a bad thing, right? If you're not necessarily Mm -hmm. a student, if you like bigger learning environments, that's fine too. But those are all things to take into consideration, right? What's the student teacher ratio, right? And like you said, what are they offering, right? If I'm interested in engineering and I want to be an engineer and I choose a school that doesn't offer engineering, I may not be setting myself up for success.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. And that's a good point about like the larger classrooms and stuff. Like usually those classrooms are larger and you don't get as much attention, but there's also positives to that as well in terms of. like resources that the school provides in terms of whether it's like labs, like different laboratories, different, like facility setups, like those bigger schools with bigger classrooms usually have more funding where they can have these really extravagant classrooms and labs and technology. Whereas like smaller school, like I went to, like we had good funding, but at the same time we were also limited, limited in a way because we didn't have that many kids going to the school. We relied heavily on like donations. Yeah, big big donations. It's such a
0: that's that's a good point. Right, you look at college. Right, it's a time to find, kind of find your path. And right, you don't need to know your path right away. Right, what do you want to major in? It's like I have no idea. Mm -hmm. Right, you could take some entry courses as you get there and kind of figure it out as you go. Yeah, and then as you do that, right, it's important to try different things. Right, fail different things. That is okay. Mm -hmm. And if you're a hockey player, say you're an elite hockey player. Right, you're playing Division One hockey, awesome. Or you're playing Division Three hockey, awesome. And you want to be a hockey guy, right? you can be all in on hockey and manage your schedule so that you're doing other things too.
1: Yeah. Right. It's not, it's
0: very different from juniors where juniors, right. You're hockey and then you're either video games or sleeping versus college, right. You're hockey. Now your classes, now your social life. Now you're maybe in a club, right. Maybe your team likes to go eat a certain place on a certain day, right. There's a lot going on and that's okay. In those four years.
1: I was just going to say like you, you brought up the club thing. Like I think I wish one thing that I would have done is got maybe more involved. I wasn't involved in any, but maybe more involved in like a club that interested me for like mechanical engineering at our school. There's a ton of different clubs that you can do, whether it's like they have a bunch of racing ones for like building hybrid cars or like bikes. Um, They have like some machine shop ones, some welding ones, some rocket clubs. Like I wish I would drone flying. I wish I would have just joined like one of those that I was interested in just to try it out. And maybe meet some different people at school because you can get kind of in your bubble, which is nothing wrong with that. Like you have 30 best friends. So it's like, why do I need more? And I don't see a problem with that. But at the same time, it is nice to have some friends outside of your team.
0: Yeah, I did. I actually did. So encouraged through one of my psychology courses, which is what I majored in, was to do like a volunteer type of thing. And the club that I don't know, I'm laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it's unique. Like The thing that I ended up doing was I volunteered at Young Parent United which okay. was basically like a house for young parents. So oh, wow. like I got to meet like parents that were 14 years old with twins and like 15 years old with twins.
1: No and, way. And like
0: I was like driving oh, them goodness. to high school, like picking them up from high school. It was an amazing experience. Like, wow. These kids, they're kids with yeah. full on children.
1: What do they like, do it, with the kids during the school day? Uh, Did, like the high they, school they, have a well, program? Well, you could drop or? them. You
0: could bring them to the Young Parent United like okay. place, and they'd watch them there. Some of them would give them to the parents, grandparents, brothers, siblings. Like, it, it was an wow. amazing experience to learn. Like, right, You talk about perspective all the time, right? For me, mm-hmm. it was like I was worried about getting the puck out of the zone for yeah. this high schooler. <laughs> yeah. For this high schooler, yeah. they're worried about feeding their baby a at human. 15. Yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. That, that's pretty cool. That is actually really cool that you do that. I think that's always good to kind of put in, get in some other people's shoes or perspectives and kind of see what other people are going through. Cause your problems, not saying that our problems aren't problems and dismissing them, but some people's problems are a little bit harder than some of our problems.
0: Yeah. No, but everyone has dry problems. It was enjoyable. One of the baby, one of the babies called me dad once that was (laughs) odd
1: i love that you're like
0: yeah i was hanging out i I don't remember the kid's name but i think the mother was at school and i was watching the baby like at the place Mm -hmm. and then like the mom the mom came back and was like all right time to go and he was like dad and i was like uh i don't know what to say and then like the main person like stepped in and was like no like this is like helper like whatever so you can tell mad. the
1: people who've been around for a while because they know how to step in and handle those situations. Yeah, like, there.
0: I, I stuttered you were frozen. <laughs> yeah, I you was were frozen. caught flat footed on the blue line. <laughs> Somebody's coming <laughs> full speed. I was like, do I do I break this kid's heart and tell him I'm not the dad? Yeah. Like which I wish I'm not, obviously. But <laughs>
1: yeah. then You'd anyway, I'd leave there.
0: It. I'd leave there and I go to practice and yeah. maybe totally get different at, world yeah. is what it is.
1: I will say too, like one thing I want to add on like in terms of looking for college hockey programs or college in general, but mainly hockey or sports is I didn't really think of this until like I was out of school. And you know, when you travel to all these different schools and you kind of see their setups and you see their ranks and you see their fans and you see the gear they get, that is seriously something to consider when looking at schools, even though, so it it really depends on your priorities in terms of your hockey team. But like those things are real, real things to consider too. You know, looking at, like, the actual facilities, you know, what kind of gear they get, what kind of fans do they get, like, how's their locker room set up, like, those things are really real to consider, because I didn't necessarily consider those too much when I was picking a school, but then after, I was, like, I saw, like, Norbert's and Adrian, and, like, those are really well-funded programs, not saying that we weren't, we had a lot of good stuff, but they were, like, through the roof, and I, I had the opportunity to, like, play at those places but I never really considered it. And then looking back, I was kind of like, I should have considered more things, I think. Than what yeah. I,
0: did. I would say one, I, in building on that, right. This is pretty important to share, I think is like two things, right. If you are someplace already, right. The grass is not greener, right. True. Remember that, right. Like say this place yeah. looks amazing, right. If I go there, it does not mean my life is going to be extraordinarily better one, two. And I think this is huge. Uh, probably one of the, Bigger things in terms of like school selection is right now. I'm looking at a school, right? I, I start to like it, right? I need to make sure that I'm a fit there, right? Yeah. Like I, I can't just say, oh, like they have all this awesome stuff, like I'm gonna go there. No, mm-hmm. it's how do I fit in, right? Where do I fit in the lineup, right? Do, do I have a relationship with the coaches? Do I not? Am I gonna play? Am I gonna not? Right. So as I look at these things, right, Jack saying it's important, it's one hundred percent important, right. Because guess what you 're going to remember the facilities you 're going to remember these things, and that 's why schools like Union and schools like uh, um a Yukon is sacred heart right they're they 're they're renovating their stuff right to look better right to keep up with that allure yeah. of attracting people, but make sure right make sure you 're a fit for what you 're going to that's yeah. at any level any level
1: I totally agree I think the number one thing if I could go back and look at a school <clears throat> was winning i would I would replace like I would play with the worst gear, the worst locker room and stuff if you could just be on a winning team. Yeah. You know what I mean and play like compete in the national tournament every year. Yeah. And stuff like that is fun. That is that's that's why you play. Like that is I would take that over probably anything though.
0: Yeah, something I, we I had a teammate that said this in after the locker room post game one time. I don't know what year it was. But, right, we had some guys and, like, there were times where we were, we thought we were, like, cool, right? We had that attitude. It was, like, oh, like, I'm cool. Like, and then we were losing yeah. games. Yeah. Right? And then the, this player said at the mm-hmm. time, they said, like, you know what's really cool? Like, winning. Like, you want to have, like, real fun? Like, win. Like, that's cool. And mm-hmm. I think that's important, right? Because you say you're playing Division Three, say you're playing Division One, high-level junior, even high-level youth, right? You could be the coolest guy in school, right? Oh, my God, that guy plays for so-and-so. Or like, oh my God, that guy, he is going to this place to play, right? Want to be cool? Like do well in the classroom, like be a good person, right? Win your games, right? Work hard. Like that's cool, right? That adds up. And I think that's like, like that's attractive.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, yeah, winning in all different types of your life is cool. Yeah. Right. Not
0: being like that, the guy on the other side of that being a dick. Yeah. Yeah, You probably don't want to, you probably don't want to act like that just because you play on whatever team.
1: Right. That's not cool at all. Okay. So moving on from college hockey, I want to get into this because I, I have been posting some videos online about this and I've been getting a ton of feedback from a, a lot of parents are commenting on these videos, but I'm kind of talking about youth hockey and some of the downfalls, I think where things kind of fall off in youth hockey. Um, and, I want to get your take on the best, what you think is the best state for
0: youth hockey. That is, if it, you
1: want me to go, if you want me to go first, I can go. Cause I think about it all the
0: time. But, it's a com. It's a complex question. You go first. Cause I want to think about how I want to word it. So you go first.
1: Okay. So I will say there's quite a number of states that do hockey really well, but I think in terms of, so I'm going to be mainly talking about like, once you're in the high school level, because everything before that is kind of wishy-wash with everywhere. Everyone's kind of in the same boat. But I'm talking more at the high school level. I think Minnesota does the best job with hockey. And I'll tell you why. So if you go to a state like Illinois, right, you have, I think now they have five AAA teams and they have a ton of hockey players in that state. And they only have five AAA teams, so they're only allowing twenty. They're only allowing a hundred hundred kids to play at the top level in that state. Even though there's probably kids in Double A, we have good Double A, or they have good Double A in Illinois that are ready for that level, but there's such a bottleneck there that they can't play. So now they're limited to Double A, and now they're stuck there for their career. Now they can't advance properly. I think Minnesota does a really good job because. Once you get to that high school level there, there are so many teams that get to compete at that top level in high school there. I'm sure they have different divisions, but like the top one, there's probably, I'll just say like 30 schools in that top division. So now they open the door to so many different kids who can play at that elite level. And they're not, they're almost like not gatekeeping. Whereas in some of these other states with these AAA programs, there's just not enough of them. And now they're gatekeeping kids from advancing. And then that just affects them down the road. Whereas Minnesota does a really good job at opening the door up to more kids at that elite level. And it shows like with their division one commitments, they they lead this country in division one commitments. Granted, they have a ton of division one teams in Minnesota. So it makes it a little bit easier for scouting, but still they, they do a really good job in terms of letting more kids play at that elite level. Now I will say though, sometimes I think in States, there's too many AAA teams and it can kind of get watered down but overall at least you're giving kids the like if you're on a shitty triple a team then that that sucks but for the most part like it's going to even itself out and you're allowing more kids to play even on those on even on those not so good triple a teams there's still a couple of kids on that team who are really good players and who will advance pretty well out of there whereas they might not have gotten that opportunity in say like a state like Illinois where they only have a few AAA teams. Yeah no, really well said. That was really a mouthful, well
0: but... No, that was really well said. I, I think that for me, right, I look at this question, it's very complex, right? Yeah. What is the best state for hockey, for youth hockey specifically? I think in terms of access, you are 100% right in saying, I'm growing up in Minnesota. There's a path to follow that's in spot for me to be a Division One hockey player. For example, mm-hmm. if I grow up in Moorhead, Minnesota, and I'm using Moorhead because I have a buddy that grew up there, I can mm-hmm. play for Moorhead Youth Hockey. I could play for the best team as I grow older and older and older. I could stay there. I can go to Moorhead High School. And guess what? There are guys that played at Moorhead High School that play in the NHL. Right. I don't right. have to leave. I don't have to do anything like prep school. I don't have to do anything like leave early for a low level junior, leave for a U sixteen program. Right. So yeah. that that in terms of growing up in a city and developing all the way through high school and then going to juniors in college, that's easy, right? Perfect. Yeah. Now A disadvantage to that is, right, if I don't make that top team, now I'm pinned as a JV player. Now, some of those JV teams are so good, right? There Mm -hmm. are some good JV Minnesota high school teams, right? So the pros and cons of that, right, growing up in my town, playing in my town, Minnesota does an awesome job. Now, Mm -hmm. if we look at some other states, like you said, Chicago, and I'm going to talk about Florida a bit because that's like where I'm from, right? Mm -hmm. There comes a point where you need to make a decision, right? Am I going to play high school hockey or am I going to play attempt to play AAA hockey? right? Or am I going to attempt to play the club route? And when I say club, I mean double A or triple A, right? Florida, for Mm -hmm. example, when I grew up, had the opportunity to play for your high school and triple A, right? It was kind of merged a bit, right? But if you were just a high school player, right, the likelihood that you were moving on afterward was not as much as if you took that Mm triple A route. So I think depending on the state, right, you need to look at your options in terms of, say, for example, I live in New York. Do I want to grow up and play for, I'm going to say Schenectady High School. I don't. They don't even have a hockey team, but that's just where <laughs> I live for school, yeah. right? Yeah. Am I going to play for that high school and hope to go to juniors after? Maybe, or am I going to look mm-hmm. to go play for Rochester Americans uh, club program and be on their AAA team and then go to juniors? So I think yeah. when we look at that, I'm going to say the sh- strongest state right now for club hockey. And when I say club, I'm saying oh, AAA yeah. programs, right? Like right. Right? AAA programs. I'm going to say mm-hmm. Michigan just because mm-hmm. of how many there are. Like, I think, yeah. just off the top of my head, Detroit Compuware, Fox Motors, Bell Tire, Little Caesars, um, Oakland Grizzlies, mm-hmm. uh, Detroit Junior Red Wings, that's six. Uh, is
1: Meyer a team? Is that a team?
0: Meyer, yep. Meyer, yeah, Meyer's is a team still that's a seven. Team? I don't know if it's still yeah. is. It's probably not one of the stronger ones, but it still is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's seven AAA teams right off the top of my head. I look at states like Chicago. The mission comes to mind right away the CYA comes to mind right away. Um, I don't know. I don't, not as many, but I'm going to say from a yeah. strength. And I think that Detroit probably gives the opportunity to play high school as well, but there I've know.
1: played. So I played actually, I think uh, my, I'm, I don't want to say his name on the podcast, but uh, my old roommate who, you know, blaze, um, he played high school hockey in yeah. Michigan. I, and the team before that on Topeka, I played with probably like five, five to six Michigan high school players, and they all went Division One. So Michigan does; they do have their select high school teams that are very good. I will say, but then they, so I think they do. Yeah, I agree. Second, I think they do the best, second best at offering elite level to more players.
0: Yeah, I think if you look at like youth hockey in general, right? Say you're ten years old. Say you're eleven years old, right? this is not the time to be having the conversation, right? You need to be developing. You need to be having fun, right? Once you start to get to that, like 14 year old, right? Maybe you're a freshman in high school, start Mm -hmm. to like have that conversation with your parents. right? what do I really want out of hockey? If it is to play division one, if it is to play division three, likely you're going to be playing juniors at some time. So what path is going to get me there and to what junior league am I going to fit in? Right. That's Mm -hmm. pretty important. Yeah,
1: I totally agree. I think it's just, I think it, especially just for me, like I'm biased to Illinois and like seeing it, how it worked out for me in terms of t- trying to make a triple, t- triple a team. It can be super. Cause like when I was playing triple a too for the U 16 level, they only had one U 16 team. They didn't have U 15 and U 16. So they had two, they had two age groups merging together at once, trying out for four at the time, four triple a teams. You know how many good hockey players there are in Illinois for only yeah. four AAA teams? It, so I, it can be super frustrating for these kids who are ready for that next level, and they just can't take that step, whether they don't have the money for it or they don't – I'm going to say they don't have a connection to the team because that is a real thing. And, you know, they haven't – they so they just don't have a way into some of these teams. And even though they're ready for that level, and it can be really frustrating for kids and it's like, okay, well, what do I do next? Am I going to move out of state? I don't know how to approach that or go through that. It's a bigger process.
0: Yeah. And that's and in, the, in the, I think this conversation kind of comes full circle with some of our earlier episodes in terms of, right, you don't need to be on the AAA team, right? If, if you're ready for that and if you can get into that, great. Awesome. Good for you. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If you can develop at a AA program, if you can become mm-hmm. the best player you can be, right, you're in the same position now, right? So there's no cookie cutter way. One size fits all for everybody. More so, right? Talk to people, right? Network with coaches, network with friends that have been through it, right? Experienced people, and try to get to whatever level you think you can be the best at.
1: I think, I think in terms of like networking, I think that's one of the biggest ways you can help yourself. Like for me, I remember I was I was going to spring skates, like developing relationships with these AAA coaches, and I knew I was ready for it, and I developed a good enough relationship where they felt comfortable with me. And, me playing on their team and that's eventually how I got on a team. So yeah, if you want to get to that next level, you have to be able to communicate with these coaches and build trust with them so they have feel comfortable taking you on their team. But I will say like you're saying there's no cookie cutter way. There is a time though like I will say like f- for the for the averages, you're going to have to you're going to have to get to that AAA level at some point if you want to seriously advance to you know, some higher levels. Like I've seen kids do it out of double A, but it can be really, I mean, that, that, that's tough tough to do. Like I I see what you're saying. And I agree. Everyone has a different path. One hundred percent. My roommate played double A. I mean, granted it was D three hockey, but he was still good. And he played double A his whole life, played tier three. um, And he went to my school and did pretty good there. Um, So there is, you know, different routes, but I think if you really truly want to advance, like you're going to have to make that jump at some point. Yeah. It doesn't have yeah. to be, you know, it doesn't have to be your first year you I was gonna say I was more
0: second. I was more saying like, like in that peewee area, right? You don't have to be on the right, team. But yeah you will like, you what, will be at some point.
1: Yeah, I think maybe like the I think like even like your U sixteens you don't even have to like if you play two years of U eighteens you could still set yourself up for some
0: great yeah. success in the future. Yeah you gotta make yeah so. you gotta essentially play high level juniors to play college now. Definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just such a bottleneck up there where it's so competitive to get on those rosters. Okay, so we just had a pretty good rant on hockey. I like, I like the topics we covered. I thought we did. I thought we did well on those. So I want to get into. You told me you have a little flight issue, a flight story. So I want to. I want to hear about it. I want to. It's more of a complaint.
0: It's more of a complaint, and I feel like every time. (laughs) I think every time, every time one of us flies, something comes up. I think that just. You put a bunch of random people on a plane together, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Before that, shout out to my brother. I got this awesome. If you're watching on YouTube, no one told me hockey podcast hoodie. So Mm -hmm. my brother with a great birthday present. So I wanted to shout him out before I forget. Okay, back to the flight. Back to the flight. If you're traveling on an airplane, please bring a bag. There is nothing more suspect (laughs)
1: What are they? And got? Individual somebody, items?
0: Yeah, <laughs> not even that. If you're boarding a plane with just your cell phone, ugh, what what are you planning on doing on this plane that you don't that need? Is... Whatever location you're going to, you're telling me you don't need a backpack? You're flying you know from who... Minneapolis to Boston and you don't need a backpack? All you got is your phone in your pocket and your boarding pass. Are you that's planning kinda... on taking are you planning on taking over this plane while you're on the plane? Because that's what it that's looks like.
1: Sick. That's kind of sick, though, just phone in hand, nothing else.
0: That is, to me, nothing is more worrisome than boarding a plane. I got a neck pillow. I got a hoodie. I got my headphones. I got a backpack. I got a carry-on, right? I'm definitely going somewhere. I'm planning on making it to my destination, and I'm (laughs) I'm planning on needing to stay in that destination for any longer period of time.
1: So you're now, saying if you, if you don't bring anything, you're not
0: planning no, to go anywhere? I, I'm saying you're boarding a plane. You're boarding a plane with just your phone. You, you may be fine with this plane going headfirst into the Adirondacks. Like, you're telling me you don't need a change of clothes? That's
1: a great point. That's you're hilarious. telling me you don't
0: need a change of clothes. There is nothing more suspect. I'm getting on this plane, so I'll tell you the story. I'm getting oh, on this plane. Funny. Right. I, we took the early as the first flight out of Boston on my way to Fargo. Right. Mm-hmm. So I make it to Minneapolis. Right. It's a great flight. It was awesome. I'm now boarding mm-hmm. a plane that is probably the size of a prop plane going from Minneapolis to Fargo. It's a 38 minute flight. 38 minute flight. There's somebody boarding my plane wearing <laughs> flip flops. That's step one. Strike one. Right. You're wearing flip flops. <laughs> that- it's the middle of the winter
1: ultimate strike it's the middle of the
0: winter and we're going to fargo north dakota where it's negative 11 degrees you got flip-flops on you have ready for strike two he's wearing shorts strike two no no. you're wearing shorts you're not you're not okay ready for strike three
1: How is this guy i'll
0: get to the age i'll get to the age it gets worse he's wearing a t-shirt strike three he does not Uh have a jacket strike four strike five he is wearing a sombrero not a, no not not that he is indigenous or anything like that, right? He's just wearing a big hat. What? I don't know why he's wearing a big hat. I don't know why he's in flip flops. We're not going to Key West. We're Wait, going to Grand Forks.
1: This is the plane from Minneapolis to
0: Fargo. North Dakota. Okay, yes. it wasn't.
1: The, okay, okay, okay. So, so he's, he's no wearing, connecting flight from there
0: to Hawaii. That's no. it. No, we're not that going to Minneapolis, Fargo, Hawaii. We're going to stop plane in Fargo. Is turning around. So this <laughs> guy's different. got flip-flops on. He's got shorts on, a t-shirt, a big hat. And to make things worse, strike seven, you're out. Many times over again, he boards the plane with no bag. With no Dude, bag. Who, who is this guy? I don't know who he is. If he is listening, please, sir, put on winter clothes and bring a backpack. I don't care what you put in it. But you are worrying everybody on this flight that you can get on that. Now, look, was he, was he that worrisome? No. Right? I don't want to judge by appearance. He wasn't. Right. Was he friendly? Yeah, he was very friendly. Right? But it's a little suspect, right? Wherever you're going, you're telling me you don't need anything. You don't need anything.
1: Dang. Not a
0: phone charger. You don't need anything. Maybe, maybe you put all his shit in the under. But even Even so, you're telling me that on the plane, you're not going to need anything. That is so suspect to me. I don't know. What do you think no, about it? I that? agree. No, you got to have that's a bag.
1: Hilarious. That is hilarious. You know who does this? I know someone who does this. No. Your brother? You know who? No. Spoons? Never. Spoons. You know why? He so sleeps. They, no, 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 no. So we have our main house, our like house okay. uh, in Chicago. And then my parents also have a condo in Florida. So he has closed down there already so he brings nothing with him he brings himself down there
0: okay yeah we got to work on that <laughs> we got to work man. on it
1: i know but now, no but i agree this guy though it's like a, it's almost like he's begging for attention no like if you yeah you think so especially with the the sombrero alone and then you got the flip-flops on with the shorts going to fargo shirt going to fargo that's a that's begging for attention
0: that and like okay now do you think
1: it's like a cover-up like oh i'm gonna go in here and like make a big scene so no one
0: suspects anything suspicious out of me i don't know i don't know all i know is that if you're boarding a plane and you don't have anything what where are you going when how long are you staying that you don't need anything nothing not (laughs) even a bag of chips
1: nothing (laughs) how pissed would you be if so you're sitting there's a seat next to you wide open you're like oh god this guy's sitting next to me and he sits down, and when he sits down, his sombrero hits you in the eye.
0: <laughs> I'm okay. When somebody sits next to me on a plane, when somebody says next to me on a plane, it is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to meet someone, right? It, not that I'm trying to become friends with them. More so, oh no, more dude, so if something, goes. no, 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 I'm not looking to make conversation. All I'm all looking right, to know, all, right. all I'm looking to do is make sure they're not up to something. Right? like I sit contact, down, yeah. I'm making contact, right? To let that person know that if something goes wrong, we got each other's backs, right? That person sits down, that person is down, I give one of these, right? A little, how you doing? Right? All I want back, all I want back is a good, how are you? That's it. That's all I want back. So you're I'm not investigating looking
1: to a little bit. You're doing like yeah. a little investigation. That's exactly seeing right. Out, seeing what, seeing
0: how they talk. That's, that's exactly right.
1: Weird tendencies. Maybe aware, maybe aware,
0: maybe aware you headed. Maybe one of the, where are you headed? Yeah. I'm at home, a wedding. Yeah. Okay, now I don't have to worry about you. I don't have to worry about All you right. doing something crazy like boarding the plane without a bag. You're going to a wedding? You probably need something. I don't know. That's You, know, you
1: know, you're, playing it, you're playing a da- dangerous game, though, by doing the, the introduction because now you're opening up the door to a really long conversation with the Yeah, person. but you know what I do? You're- you know what I do?
0: You're this up. is strategic Ooh. here talk about strategic slippery planning slope. slippery
1: slope you do, the phone strate- off, you do one of these yep hey, I yep
0: go. <laughs> i go I, I start the music let them know i'm i'm yep. listening to music this flight
1: you play it extra loud too so they can like hear it no like i'm not one of those
0: up, i'm not one of those some no, people no, no, do no, some people no, no, listen just, to music no, will, just,
1: I'll just just let them know. for the to let them know be like oh he's listening to a song so he's just saying what's up And then he's going to put it right back on
0: and get back to music. That's, that's probably in my wheelhouse. Yeah. I get what's up where you headed. Okay, good. Boom. I'm here. If you need anything, boom. Like I'm not telling them that, but I'm letting them know that I'm
1: here. If you need
0: anything, like they need you for, I'm letting them know that I'm letting them know. I don't know. That that's just me. That's my, that's my little airport routine. I'm checking people out. Do you have a bag? Do you not? If you don't, it's really, 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 really weird. That's I don't know. That's my opinion.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I totally agree. I think that's hilarious. Like, if you don't have a bag, like, you are going
0: nowhere good. And you have, you are you you're nothing wrong with this plane going down. You're not bringing anything.
1: Yeah, that's but what, You don't need anything? You left all your valuables at home because exactly. you don't plan on going back. You don't, you're not,
0: exactly, <laughs> exactly. And even, exactly. Thank
1: you. Okay, so I got one here. So I haven't had too much public interaction lately because I haven't, okay, I, this is bad, but I haven't been going to the gym lately. And. I, start, I stopped getting this vitamin D shot. And ever since then, my energy level has been super low. But regardless, I haven't been going to the gym as much. But I go yesterday to do my swim. And then I'm stretching. And this is like the first time I've had a lot of social, you know, cues or whatever you want to call it. like um, interactions. And I'm, yeah, interactions. And I'm doing, and this girl is like full out, two different girls were like full out dancing. Like, they were listening to their music and, like, doing, like, a, like a routine. Mostly, yeah. Different girls. They're not even by each other. Okay. And they're doing routines. How how do you feel about the dancing in the gym? Like, you know, like the. I,
0: you, it, know you know what? I have a lot of respect for people that are able to kind of be themselves around others. But if you, I'm a big believer, right? Let's not do anything out of the ordinary in any situation, right? If you're, for example, right? We're in the gym. Right. You should be working out. You should be stretching, dancing. Okay. Maybe that's an exercise. Maybe it's a Zumba type of thing. I'm okay with that. Right. (laughs) But the second, the second you start fiddling in a backpack in the gym, I I don't need that. I don't need you fiddling with any backpack. I don't need you on the phone in the gym. Right. Just do your thing. Get in, get out. You're in the grocery store. I don't, I don't need you start looking in your back. I don't need that. I don't need that. You know,
1: know, my, my rule of thumb in, in public is you can see my two hands at all times. We don't go fiddling in things. No, we keep not our these hands days. Out. <laughs> yeah, we keep our hands not these out days. and we don't draw any suspicion to us. Not them doing anything suspicious, but we don't draw attention to ourselves. We stay in our lane and do our thing. And yeah. Get in, get out, we're out. Then get we go in. back to our home and we think about all the shit
0: other people did that pissed you off. And I unpack my backpack that I likely took on the plane with me because I'm a normal human. <laughs> that's actually so funny all
1: right does this wrap it up for episode number nine of the no one told me hockey
0: podcast i think it does comedy podcast i think it does we covered some good stuff some college hockey programs right what to look for when you're going to college we talked a little bit about youth hockey today give a huge shout out to my brother for it's awesome no one told me
1: buddy. yeah that's awesome that's
0: and sweet. we talked about what to do on a flight i feel like every time one of us travels right something comes up but What
1: are you going to do? Just shake your head and That's that's all you can do. All right. I will talk to you later. See you, buddy.
0: All right. See you around.